Welcome everyone to the Crit Rate Podcast for Wednesday, April 26th. This is episode 41, and I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, joined by Liz Caetano. Hey! Joined <laughs> also by Justin Chow. Caetano. Yeah, you got it right. And Alex Shock. Hey, guys. Nice to see everyone. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Try to do that. Play that pretty vanilla. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, okay. It's nice to see you all. Thank you for coming to another Crit Rate podcast. Thanks for going to check us out. Uh, as you know, you can make your profile on critrate.io. You can take our survey, find your gamer house, start getting game recommendations personally tailored based on your gaming personality. Now, we are back again for another podcast. I did look up news this week. Not a crazy amount, but some big things did happen literally today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won't get into all that. But first, how's everybody doing? How was your last week? I finished uh, RE4, we talked Whoa. about. So. It took you yeah. like less than a week. It took me... Four days? Five days? No, in, in total, it took me over a week. Yeah? Yeah. Like, did you have it last podcast? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did. Yeah. You did talk about it. You're right. I, yeah. It took you're me right. like 10 days, probably-ish. Mm. I was mildly nervous because I recommended it. I was the one that was like... You you really sold it. I know. That's yeah. what I mean. It's yeah. like, Vanta just recommended. I was yeah. like, you better like that. I know. You did. <laughs> um, no, yeah. It was really, really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. All the things that like I was a little bit worried about were not my favorite parts, but all of the good totally outweighed that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't love inventory management. Yeah. I get a little... Something about me, like... I think it's like how like perfect squares. Something about like how like cheap I am. Like I hate <laughs> using things if I feel like I'm gonna need that. Like yeah. I, that gives no, me fair. a little bit of anxiety. Um, but ammo is pretty plentiful, and I really never struggle with that too much. So that ended up being okay. Though I wish I knew the end of the game was coming because I would have blown through so much more really? stuff that I was saving. I hate that feeling like at the end of the game where you like save all of your like heavy mega potions and super grenades, and then. You finish it and you still have all them. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> feel better that you didn't need them. You know, you're that good at the game. I was definitely. Right. I was. There I'll, were. Def- I'm thinking about that way. There yeah. were times where it was like desperation mode, where there were just enemies everywhere, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna die this round, so like, let's just throw the grenades on yeah, the floor. Let's use all my ammo, and then I ended up surviving, and then yeah. I had like no ammo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like cobbling to the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that last sequence was hard. I mean, I died a lot, and when you die, like. They were really unforgiving with the checkpoints in that, mm, that last, whole sure. last sequence. Um, sorry, I could have used more grenades. That would have been great. There but, was one snafu with the inventory management that bothered me. Like, sometimes you would pick something up that was, like, three long. And you're like, I have three spaces available, but it won't rearrange it for me. And you have to do... Uh, like, you can't put something off to the side and then move around stuff. Oh, you, you just, can, you but... You just hit, what, auto it sort? Yeah, you it push doesn't al- auto sort. It doesn't always do it. The, the only time I had trouble with the auto sort was when I was trying to pull a gun out of my... Storage? Uh, storage. You couldn't auto... You could, then you couldn't auto sort. You'd have to rearrange everything to make space for the gun. You couldn't move it yeah, there's, in that way. There's sort of like one instance where the, the auto sort won't... Like you know, you have enough, but it, there's something with uh, the space management where it doesn't like it doesn't want to do that for you. Mm. Yeah. But so yeah, uh, I was concerned about the inventory management, and I was concerned about the it being scary, and those were both definitely my least favorite parts. Uh, of the game. <laughs> and there were issues, but um, the story was I I surprisingly good. I don't know um, why I'm I'm surprised by it. It's a you know every, 
such a weird game. I feel yeah. like I should not have been, but I always thought that it was good because of like the mechanics and the gameplay. I didn't realize that people actually liked the story, but it, yeah, it was good. I was impressed with the pacing, just how like yeah, it just went from moment to moment, whether it was a story beat mm-hmm. or like an action sequence, that mm-hmm. it it just really felt like it was bringing you along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I think the campiness does a lot to make the story like palatable, you know, like it's not too like thick, you know, science espionage type stuff like the earlier games like Resident Evil 1 and 2 are much, I would say 1 is probably the most heavy with like the, and then this scientist did this thing and got this T-virus and then used it this way and then like they're thinking about doing this and oh, you didn't know that this guy was behind it the whole time kind of thing. Like, so it's a little bit harder to follow, but 4 is very like. Save the girl. Yeah, it's pretty get simple. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the bad guy. And it's like, yes, I like all this. I'm down for this. And just oh. like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, but it, the camping is totally ramped up for me with the, the, uh, your right, oh, your, your former teacher, like Krauser. Krauser. Yes. Like, gotta save the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. That was not great. <laughs> yeah, he was an out of left field character. Also, he wasn't I don't, in any of the other games. Yeah. Also, I don't. He wasn't? No. I, I thought he was a reoccurring character. Nope. What? That was the first time he was introduced and killed. No way. Because <laughs> they talk about, oh yep. my God, I didn't know that. This yep. changes everything. Yeah, no. He's the not. whole time I was playing, I was like, oh, I guess I'm like missing out because yes, I didn't play the other the games. Yes. Nope. <laughs> oh wow. my God. He was introduced and killed in that story. Yo, <laughs> yeah. that is. They did that on spoilers. purpose. <laughs> okay. That's that's what? that's trash then. Well, that, that was a, a bad story beat. <laughs> I mean, it's. He, uh, he pops in and they do not like explain his storyline really at all. And you kind of understand from context clues that like he seems like he used to train you or something or you well, guys that, work together. And like, because he kept all. calling you like Rook. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah, you don't know. You can't remember anything that I taught you, rookie. And you're like, oh, I guess I guess he was <laughs> yeah. in a previous game. So, and like now he's suddenly the bad guy. So if we were to look at it in Resident Evil context, we would say that that story hasn't been told yet. Because it's like, the last time we saw Leon was in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And then basically the events of that game come to its conclusion. And then a massive time jump happens between that and 4. And the implication is that during that time he was trained by Krauser and yada, yada, yada. But like you've never... Yeah. You don't meet him until All you they see do him is in tell, that game. That's nuts. All yeah. they do is tell you at the beginning of the game, like, I'm trained for this day. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess he's been training. And then... He, <laughs> And then you see this guy, and you're like, oh, I guess he's the guy that he's that been was, training with. I thought it was kind of like a like a Raiden, Solid Snake situation, where it's nope. like they have this sort of like on <laughs> yeah. again, off again relationship, and nope. it's like, oh, yeah. Krau- you know, you're waiting for the Krauser moment, and yeah. then there he is. Yeah, but this is well, yeah, well, no, the, okay, are, but these are eight the, is in other games, right? Ada is in two, yes. Okay, she's in two, and then she's also she comes back in six, and then Leon also comes back in six, but six is a bad game, and we don't talk about six. Yeah. Um, that was when Resident Evil started getting really bad. Yeah, they, they blew it. Resident yeah. Evil Five, they actually started to blow it, and then yeah. Resident yeah. Evil Six, they totally blew it. Yeah. Uh, the campiness, dude. There's like, it's so funny that you guys yeah, are just like, sucked. you just kind of like peeked in the door at the perfect time of day in the best light to see what's inside the Resident <laughs> Evil house, and like, man, there's some stuff in there that you're not ready for. Did, like they not. focus so much on like his knife, and I'm like, oh, that must be special from the right. other games. Nope. <laughs> It's just a special. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah, special, he's like, oh, why are you game. bringing this he's gun to a guy. knife fight? I always taught you that knives are faster. Yeah, he's the knife guy. On well, the first game, so you know that first fight that you have with Krauser, like with the knife, like where you're doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So that game in the or that scene in the original game is all QTEs. It's in it's probably uh, one of the most impressive QTE sequences in that game. It's also really hard. Yeah. Um, Wait, they changed it. 
It's not QTs anymore. It's, it's actually like it's co- free no, line it's a com. Oh, yeah. it's, a it's a legit knife like fight. A legit yes. knife fight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they and also <laughs> potentially <laughs> terrible. See, these are worse. No, than it, the, uh, yeah, it's actually it's pretty good. Like it's an interesting. It's you don't typically use your knife like that, so it's like an interesting. You know, yeah, yeah. Bubble you of the it, was, sequence. it was in that moment that I kind of learned that there are more than two knife attacks. There's like slash, and then there's stab, and then if you run and slash, there's like another attack like that. So you like get it in quick, and then you can like block and stuff and parry. It's like, could you do that in the first? No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't think so. Oh, yeah, I didn't think so at all. Wow, that's interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So wow. Sequence. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought Ada was pretty good until Ada the, sucks until the end, and then I started to see what. The lines what and, well, people were saying about how mm. she was a little boring. I wish you could because see then her like character. big things were happening and she was still like very just like calm, placid. Know, yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, okay. hanging from this thing and you shot me down. It's fine. It doesn't it like, ruin <laughs> it doesn't ruin the game or anything, but it's noticeable. It's yeah. just a shame because like I mean, Justin the played one Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Two. She was like she was awesome, yeah. way more animated, way more interesting to like listen to and engage with. Like she actually had this sort of like mysterious like two steps ahead of you kind of thing rather than just being like a bored person super smart assassin type deal yeah did she um yeah can they mm, they wouldn't they wouldn't patch in new voice no definitely not man that'd be Uh, so great man i i hope i hope this has i hope this is a light lit lighted i hope this has in some way potentially lit a fire you guys to try some of the other games nope because resident evil 2 is actually scary though 2 is excellent 2 is really scary 3 is I like and it's not even like all right in like a it's okay it's like it's just like a neutered version of two I was about to say like I'm not a big Resident Evil fan but two and four are like the only ones that I really care about and by care about I'm story and Leon's the man yeah well quite possibly that might be the reason why I don't really know I mean two I was introduced to when my my dad was playing it and I was like super scared of of it essentially and then I got to replay it later on and then four was just what played in college and I was just like this is sick two was the first Resident Evil I ever played yeah that was like the first one I ever played in my entire life like the original one um and then three was bio or uh nemesis nemesis yeah yeah the big guy and that game is actually like so the original one of that is really really cool I played that on Dreamcast for like a long time Mm. but some of the other ones like when I talk about like the weirdness in the camp and stuff like, I, do you know any of the memes from the other Resident Evil games? No. So, like, this is a spoiler, but I don't care because it's just so stupid. Like, the end of Resident Evil 5, like, part of the final boss is Chris Redfield uh, punching a boulder to to defeat <laughs> the boss. Like, he's, he's like, <laughs> up against a rock wall, and he's just like, grr, grr, like, just punching the wall. <laughs> and, like... It just it's does so, it break? Yes. <laughs> what? It's like who just punches a mountain until it breaks? It's, <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, uh, there's a lot of weirdness, yeah. but it's really really. I will good. say I was a little disappointed that the the uh, merchant didn't say what do you buy in more. <laughs> uh, oh, he doesn't. He, he what do you what do like you buy? He, he said it to me once, I think. Yeah. Oh, because well, if he did it too I much, mean, it would be that's the thing. Like, yeah. That's... In the old game, he had three lines. What are you buying? What, what are you selling? selling? Yeah. I'll buy it at a high price. Like, those are the yeah. only things that he ever said. And so I expected at least that, like, a few times. He said all of those things at least once, well, for sure. Yeah, once. <laughs> That's it. His other freaking lines I, I heard. Worst low effort. Yeah. I mean, that, that's iconic. Like, yeah. that is iconic video game history. I think the reason, the fact that they put it in a few times, if not just one time, is probably the homage that other fans were looking for. Yeah. But like, yeah. I wanted that's all it you get. a lot. Considering also that I had to hear other voice lines, like a ton, like every time. You know, and but Ashley's I don't even remember. Is breathing bothering you? No. 
Yeah. I didn't play with headphones, so I don't know if it was mm. different not with headphones. But uh, you didn't, I didn't play with sound on at all, did you? I did play with the sound on. Wow. Wow. Yes. Changing. Respect. She's changing. No, I mean, I, 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 had good, some, I did have something I was playing, typically. Uh, but I would pause it during the cutscenes. Cool. I'd watch cool. the cutscenes. Yeah, that's fair. What were your favorite? I'm not judging. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used the same guns the whole time. I used <laughs> the uh, black tail black something. Tail. Yep. The pistol. Mm-hmm. The shotgun, the second shotgun that you get. The riot gun. Yeah. The riot yeah, gun. It's definitely the best one. And that's pretty much it. Oh, and the revolver. No assault rifle. Which one? The uh, broken butterfly or the yes. killer seven? Broken butterfly. Nice. What's the last one? Last one what? But what's the last, like, what's the, uh, what's the mag, magnum with mag, the killer seven. pointer? Okay. Yeah, the killer seven. I wish Which I didn't is named get... after a Suda 51 game called Killer Seven. Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't get the last one. Yeah. yeah. But I did. Well, I feel like by the time, like, that gun came around i was like I'm not spending money on that i already got this gun it's i'm i'm, so, I'm doing fine with what i got do you like, want some video game lore <laughs> do it got some for you sure do it. Yeah. so when the gamecube came out capcom agreed to a publishing deal with nintendo where they would produce five games for the gamecube called the capcom five and these are very like sought after games like they, they were like these are going to be five ridiculously high quality capcom games that we're going to release exclusively on n6 or on gamecube none of them were exclusive except for one and one of them never came out the five games were beautiful joe piano three uh resident evil four uh, a game called Project Phoenix or Phoenix Hammer or something like that. That game got canceled. Dead Phoenix is what it was called. That got canceled. Mm-hmm. And then the last game was Killer Seven. So Killer Seven and Resident Evil Four were within the same lot of games. And the main character of Killer Seven, his name is uh, Dan, and Dan's weapon is a Magnum with a laser pointer on it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the gun that's in Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. How about I that? didn't know Capcom and uh, Suda were close like that. Well, they were publishing. Like, they published mm, his game. I see. I see. Yeah. Cute. That's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good game. It's crazy how those things kind of like, it's like weird guest appearances when you don't know who the guest is until later. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> so, yeah, Crossovers. That, and then I started uh, the Horizon DLC. Cool. Burning, sh- burning Shores? Burning Shores. Burning Shores. I think no interest called. in replaying Resident Evil 4? Interesting. It's it's a shame because like there there is so much more no, that the game offers. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Second playthrough. It's is like, it really? Oh my god! Yeah. What do you mean? There's. Well, it's like new game plus kind the, of thing. The entire game. Yes. So uh, yeah, it's a new game plus type deal. But like the way that you interact with the game is totally different. Like, what do you mean? The second playthrough, if you're playing on new game plus, you can buy the infinite rocket launcher right away. So like anything that even remotely <laughs> posed a challenge you're just decimating in one hit through through the whole game it's kind of cool it's amazing it's like it's so fun because then it exciting. basically just becomes like a uh an exercise in like <laughs> like how to place your rockets yeah because you don't need any other items so you could like upgrade everything try every gun out you know and then oh. exclusive end game stuff and then you unlock like different items that affect your gameplay experience differently you can put different filters on it you can like wear stuff that affects like you can wear like these uh deer antlers that make your knife like insane so you can like one shot stuff with your knife it's like there's so many ways to play that game it's so fun are there new costumes yeah Ooh, like, cool a lot of new costumes, oh yeah. awesome I generally don't dive into like new game plus stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like after game content like that. I yeah. mean, if there's a lot of new stuff, like that sounds fun. I to, I don't know. I I really enjoy that because, and we said this on a previous podcast. Most Resident Evil games are like a puzzle box, mm-hmm. so it's it's just about how do you open and and transpose the the puzzle box, and it's cool because like 
there are there are sections of the game that you can completely bypass if you know what to do, you know? Like uh one of the scenes with Ashley where she's like in a library kind of thing. Like you could skip that entire section. Like you don't you don't need to do that at all. Like you just skip it, you know? And it's like I don't know. It's like that kind of stuff is really fascinating to me. It's like, you know, all these little like sequence break things and mm. like it's like streamlines the game for you so you can experience it without uh, what is it called restrictions or well, it's almost like restraints fight. yeah and it's like by by having more at your disposal you can just kind of like change the course of events so the game doesn't it flows differently than mm. it did before like in the castle there's a scene where like you're on a bridge and they drop the bridge and then you have to fight a bunch of guys right you could just like throw a grenade over there and then they never drop the bridge <laughs> So, like, you could bypass that whole section, too. Like, <laughs> there's just little things like that where it's, like, if the first time you go through, you're just, like, oh, let me just walk. And then the thing just happens. But then the second time, you're, like, no, I know there's going to be a guy over there that pulls that lever. So, it's, like, okay, let me just huh. toss a grenade. Huh. <laughs> and it totally changes the course of events. And that wow. kind of stuff is, like, fascinating to me. Because it, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Because after <clears> you play <throat> it once, you it's surprising how much you remember about the playthrough the right. second time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Hmm. So, I'm... Yep. I kind of like very, that. I'm very happy to hear that you had a good experience with that game. I'm very surprised that everyone here, well, not surprised that I haven't played it yet. <laughs> yeah. But I'm very surprised that all of you guys have played like Resident Evil 4 and you guys were up for playing it because I didn't think Resident Evil games were really up your alley. Game gets good reviews. I know, right? It's like, yeah. it, it goes a long way. Resident Evil 2, though, got really good reviews. Would you it play did. that? Yeah, was, but that, that was overnight. is scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little scary. Yeah, it's a little yeah. scary. But that was fun. It's definitely scary. Hmm. So. It's definitely scarier Yeah, 4, for sure. Yeah. Four is the, the absolute, like, peak of, of your level scary, of scariness. Yes, of, my, of what I am willing to tolerate. It's not really, like, jump scares in it. It's mostly no, but it's just, also like, like, disturbing Yeah, There things. are some jump scares, though. There are a few things that, like, pop out. For them, but, I don't, yeah, I'm okay. not, like, things that bother me in games, like, cre- like, creepiness is worse than jump scares for me. Okay. Resident Evil 2 would be treacherous then <laughs> yeah like i don't like yeah. like well, those, people moving in weird ways like when there's the like the game like the when you have to hit the different part like the, the yeah i did not like those, that the thing generators are very like i mentioned this when we were talking about it before that's the one enemy that like i'm really like uncomfortable with and because they move in really weird ways yeah and they actually made them significantly harder in this game they're than they pretty were hard the they're original. pretty hard yeah it did make me laugh i wanted to say this but liz was actively playing the game but it did make me laugh there was that one sequence where they're in like there's two of them suspended in tubes yeah and then you go and you're like oh i need a wrench and i'm like don't tell me they put that wrench in the it's yeah. like in its stomach yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. of course of course it is yep yeah it's, and they, uh, it was, that was pretty funny i did yeah. not know that and so i just kept being like what the fuck's <laughs> uh, well, I, I like I had the X-ray thing. So yeah, like, no, I yeah. I saw it was so clear. Yes. It was like, it's like of course. Yeah, That's why the new game I didn't so try cool. out the scope. Yeah. I'm not like I'm like oh scope uh, whatever. And I was like, it took me a long time to try out the scope. It, I, yeah, I was. I'm not a person yeah. that tries out a weapon as soon as I get it. Yeah, it's like necessary for that section. But see, when you're playing on New Game Plus, you just shoot a rocket in there and they're all dead, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a New Game Plus kind of person. Yeah. Like in general, I, I don't think it, there's really any. I don't think there's any game I've ever played on New Game Plus. I it, guess I guess when I think of New Game Plus, it's not like I think of it almost like Hitman, where it's like you could play through a Hitman stage once and like you get an idea of what that stage is. But there's like right. so many ways that you can like play those yeah. stages that it's like 
And that's, I guess, similar to the way that I feel about Resident Evil, because you're not playing it just to, like, see the same stuff again. It's like, no, I'm, like, fundamentally interacting with this in a different way. Well, yeah. now that you mentioned that there's different, like, ways or different things that they give you in New Game Plus, and it's not just like, okay, well, you get the same amount of currency again so that... You can buy new weapons and upgrade them differently and stuff, and that's like your reward, right? Yeah, no, it's like you have to- like access to totally new things. But There's that, like three weapons that you can't ever see until after you beat the game. So that makes for a good new game plus. And I'm yeah. saying like games that are just like, okay, you could play the same game again and like it'll be the exact same sequence again. Then it's like not the best new game plus. Most of the time, the magic is kind of like spent for me. Yeah, like, same. I've gone through the whole game. And yeah, I usually don't interact with it unless there's like. The rare time I'm actually going for a platinum or like Elden Ring where it's just, you know. That's yeah, it's yeah. more of an experimental sandbox at the point when you get to yeah. New Game Plus. Yeah. Sometimes I'll start it and then I'll like play the first level or two and I'm like, and then it, I rarely go all the way through New Game yeah. Plus. Yeah, The last sales pitch that I'll give is they, they also, one of the additional costumes that they give, uh, that they give you is a suit of armor for Ashley. So you can essentially... Huh play the game and forget about her forget her <laughs> like and just don't even ever interact with her it's like, kind of you awesome just, you just go yeah she because enemies can't pick her up because she's <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny and, like, that you, is funny and when you catch her when she like jumps into your arms yeah <laughs> leon like leads he's like oh like he's like, he's, <laughs> that's it's, funny that's, that's awesome it's yeah. great you know love that stuff um, so yeah, I'm playing Horizon instead. Yeah. <laughs> How's the DLC so far? Going uh, to it's good. Los Angeles. Right? Yes. Well, yeah. Horizon's always. Uh, I, is that I what played the, DLC is? the f- DLC for the first game, Frozen, Frozen something. Wilds. Frozen yeah. Wilds. Yeah, that new weapon is pretty cool. Yes, uh, but it's always a really hard game to get back into because it's so complicated and there's like so many different controls, mm. and so it takes like a good. I don't know, 30 minutes to like remember how to play. Yeah. But now that I've put some time into it, um, it's good. It's a it's a pretty surprising like amount of space that they they you go to like a new area. Um, and it's pretty big, much bigger than I was expecting. Can you tell if the game like runs differently or looks differently? Because I'm I'm pretty sure that this DLC is exclusive to PS5. Like you can't play yes. it on the PS4. Nah, I don't I don't. Mm. I'm fairly confident that's the case. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I had thought so originally, but then I think I feel like I remember downloading it and I downloaded. You're right. It is, it is exclusive PS5. Yeah. It had like a, which makes sense. I mean, whenever time. Horizon Three comes out, there's but, no way that's gonna be. A PS5. I mean, I feel like I played the original on PlayStation Five, so it's not. Well, I know, but like the, you know the I mean? first game is, it is the same. Like it is a, like the same game, just like with different things. I'm just thinking. I was assuming right. that the DLC might, you might be seeing things differently or there's more animation or it runs smoother or something. I don't think so. I mean, because I think they probably use, like, it's basically the same game. Yeah. Mm. Just added content. Yeah. Right? So I don't think it, you know, it it doesn't really perform any differently or look any better or Mm. have any other, I don't know. It doesn't have any, like, at least not yet. I'm, I'm only yeah. a couple hours. Are you excited it, so. to be back in the world of Horizon, like playing it and like the gameplay mechanics? Like, does it feel exciting still? Um, I don't know if it feels exciting, but I don't know if I'm just familiar. I guess it. Is the fe- word. I mean, it still feels good. Like I come back to it, and it's it's not like I come back to it, and, I, and I, it's almost like nostalgic. Like I like yeah. I remember. Oh, I remember why this yeah. game was so good. Mm. Um, once I remember how to play. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But uh, I like the story so far. It's getting review bombed. Have you heard this? Why? Because uh, they introduce a new like 
character. You're going through the story with her, and there she's like a romantic interest apparently. Uh, Not that part yet, uh, but you know, guys, gotcha. shut up. Yeah. So, oh my god. Wow. Bunch of bigots are Just you bombing it. Play the game. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so far, it seems like a pretty good amount of content. I feel like DLCs are always a bit of a ripoff. Like, it's definitely not a third of yeah. <laughs> Horizon, but yeah. Um, but it's I'm, more than I was expecting. So okay, yeah. The Horizon's still one of those, or the second one, Forbidden West. I I fell off of because it was uh, Elden Ring time, you know. And I I keep thinking that I will go back to it because I went back to the first one. and I did enjoy the first one. Like yeah, I mean it's good. Yeah, it's good. There's a so it's a whole new area. It's a new story. Uh, there's at least one new side quest that I've done so far, and then also uh, like all new items. Like there's a, a bunch of new items. They're not, uh, they don't like work any different. Like it's not like a totally new weapon that works differently. But there are new weapons that you can get that have different abilities. There's new uh, outfits that you can get, and gotcha. so okay. There's more stuff to do, and I'm happy to do it because I didn't like upgrade all my weapons last time. That mm. always kind of haunted me. <laughs> Yeah, it was, I remember you said that the the platinum doesn't like require you to actually do everything. Yeah, I oh, I, yeah, there was a lot that I didn't do because it wasn't required for the platinum. And then I, once I got the platinum, I was like, I don't know, should I keep going just for the sake of just going? Yeah. Going? Yeah, yeah. I, I, nothing was pushing me forward. Mm. But now you got so. DLC to push you forward. Yes, but now that I have DLC, I'm like, oh, I can go back and level up these weapons. So I'm happy to be back. Nice. And I'm hoping that it's not too long and that I can finish it. And then start Before Zelda, <laughs> Jedi. I have no days. interest in the Fallen Jedi or uh, which one? There's a couple last. No, Jedi Survival. Jedi Survivor. 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 It's cool that it's getting reviewed well. Like, it's getting I mean, reviewed really well. I'm, and like, what you call it? One of our friends, Kyle. Uh, Kyle Prawl. His he, name is in the credits. Yeah, his name's in the credits, and he's uh, what you call it? He's been sharing gifts of like the game, and it. There are sequences that look really awesome. I mean, I, I'm sure they are cherry picked, but like, uh, you know, cool. I don't know. Weirdly yeah. enough, I feel like I need to clear my mind before Zelda comes because I feel like if I'm playing anything a week or two beforehand, that will just get dropped and I'll feel a little shred of guilt. So yeah. I need to <laughs> just stop. <laughs> uh, Hogwarts, yeah, I'm know. sorry. I, I'll come I, back to you in a year or so. I don't know. Are either of you like big star wars fans no not yeah. really i think that's as much as anybody else like well what does okay, that mean so no. yeah <laughs> no, i mean like what does that mean like what does that question mean have you I seen all the star wars movies yes have you watched no have you watched personal tv shows yeah have you watched clone wars yeah oh wow okay well he's way farther than i am i'm not a fan <laughs> i'm not like a fan do you consider yourself a star wars fan yeah asking. i don't know do you consider yourself a fan of anything do you consider yourself a fan of harry potter or lord of the rings i'm no. a star wars fan but i think just currently i'm a little burnt out on it it's just been it's like fair. it's just been too much you know yeah. they do pump out a lot of stuff that's true that yeah. is true I, it was right about when they came oh, out i consider myself i consider yeah like i consider myself a pretty big star wars fan i mean not as much as like a crazy star wars fan <laughs> that knows all of like you know the languages and what where every planet where every person you know is from but i feel like i know a good amount of the lore and it was like you know i guess i would consider a fan like it was a big part of my childhood and my identity at that time yeah. you know of yeah. being a nerd no i'm right there with you so <laughs> got all of my vhs no. collected star wars cards back in the day yeah still got the figures in the basement like so know. and like so if it's a star wars game that is 
getting reviewed well and is going to be good, like, yeah, 100%. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and do that. Mm. Yeah. Same thing with, like, Hogwarts. Like, yeah, I would consider myself a big Harry Potter fan. And so if there's going to be a, ga- a good Harry Potter game, like, I'm all about that. Yeah, and yeah. The fr- what I mean, I at that level? I, I maybe Zelda, but I don't, I don't even know. Pokemon, Final Fantasy Seven. I don't Pokemon. know. Me? Yeah. Skip to last Pokemon, Scarlet, Violet. Well, that I didn't even finish Arceus. Really. Yeah, I know, but like as something that's like a nostalgic catches your attention, you're always going to be like sort of drawn to it. Always is a strong word. Well, okay, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, I would, yeah, I'd say Final Fantasy probably for you. Maybe like I mean, Final Fantasy sixteen. I'm definitely not nearly as close to him. His level of hype. It's interesting. Yeah, to but me. you're going back and playing. Uh, yeah, the, Final Fantasy one is nostalgic for sure. Yeah. Um, like Zelda, I feel like, is probably the closest thing that I have to like a like a like a real level of fandom. Not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think we're splitting hairs, but like, yeah, I get what I'm you're saying. Trying to think, it's like you know, there's something you know, something new, something good. Time to check it out. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about Star Wars. Uh, like, I don't absorb all the content, but there are certain things that I just latch on to. Definitely the movies, and then The Mandalorian has been, like, a good one. But then, yeah, like, even when we talked about it on the podcast, like, Fallen Order, we all had, like, not a wonderful experience with. I forget what... Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't play more than three hours I, of that I game. I mean, from, I'm like, just okay to, like, bad experience. Yeah, but there's... But I always thought... There was, was good stuff like, there. There were good ideas there. It was just executed very poorly. So I was always interested to see how this game was going to turn out. Yeah. Um, because I still like the universe is still cool, and this is a new character. Yeah, same. Uh, kind of in a time period where we haven't seen before. I think um, that's where we kind of. I don't know. That was my feeling of general consensus on it. I was like, this yeah. was an attempt. <laughs> you kind of blew it on some things, but I like where it's going. And if you can fix these technical problems that we had, then you'll have a good game. Hmm. Yeah. So if they fix those, we'll see. Exactly. So that's yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was very excited to see a sequel to that game because the things that were wrong with it were seemed like pretty easy fixes. Right. Like there was no glaring like you totally blew it with the story. This world sucks. Like the you know that you went totally the wrong way with the combat. It's just like uh, you made these mistakes with the combat instead. It should could, you know could you should. A lot of mechanical. You should focus on one enemy at a time kind of thing. Like, that is easily fixable, I think, mm. in my mind. Yeah. So, and that's, like, a good spacer game before, like, there's time to play games now before Zelda comes out. So. It's, like, two weeks now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks, oh. two weeks to Zelda. Oh. It's already out in the wild. I mean, people are playing it. I saw one of our friends but, over at Nintendo Life dropped, like, a full-on review, like, I'm not watching that. It. No, yeah. definitely not. Dude, I can't watch any of that stuff. For I'm not even, anymore. I'm not even, there's not even like a sliver of interest. You know what it is? It's like, I, I think I started to realize, and I, I was thinking about this after the Final Fantasy 16 thing the other week, is like, I feel like I just don't, there are certain games that I just don't need to be sold so hard on, sure. you know? Yeah, that's and definitely what like, Alex says all the time, yeah. Yeah, and it's like with, with something like Zelda too, it's like... Once we hit that third trailer, like they're gonna have another Zelda direct before it comes out. There's no. like there's one more trailer that's coming out. Oh, uh, really? Out. I thought that was the and final trailer. Like, that was a perfect last trailer <laughs> to leave it on. Oh, they always do something. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and then, final, damn, and then they're sad. gonna have another Final Fantasy direct, and I'm just like, for well, what? That game's like two months away. Well, I know, but it's just like, is there like, is there really more that we're like that we need to be sold on? Well, yeah. I mean, I will I mean, watch yeah, that because I'm not. I mean, I'm sold on it. I'm gonna buy it, of course, but like, I'm not at the level of hype. 
that you are, I don't think, or that I'm I am for Zelda. 16. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. because I'm not really reading anything about it, I'm not looking it up. Zelda, I'm like looking shit up, like right. actively. You know. Yeah, what I mean? but Final Fantasy, like no spoilers, but yeah. the last direct like gave you a lot of information. Yeah. Like I don't know what else. Is it called could, the well, possibly that, tell me about right? that game exactly that I mean. don't already like, know. Yeah. Even with Zelda, it's like it's like for everything that they've told us about Zelda so far, even just with like, hey, this is how all of them like we'll call it magic all how all the, the mechanics and the works. story and yeah. then here's like a big taster of the story it's it's like so what else are you going to tell me are you just right. going to like like i don't know it's like i i don't need to be sold that much more and it's it just seems like a trend i guess and maybe it's more of like a like a safety precaution from definitely a safety standpoint. Yeah. like let's just get as much good saturate out the market in the world yeah. as possible yeah, yeah you kind of from like a marketing perspective you have to put something out it just turns into a it's not let's get information to them anymore. It's like let's keep the interest alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that always bothers me when there's like movies are the worst with it too, where it's mm-hmm. like launch day trailer. I'm like, what? Yeah, like, no, it's I'm, too much. But see, I feel like there are examples that we see in the space that aren't like, you know, maybe it goes in the other extreme. But it's like something like Spider Man. It's like we just got the teaser of Spider Man, and that comes out this year, and we haven't heard anything about it since then. I yeah, but and we're gonna like, but we're gonna get seven trailers leading up to it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we don't know yet. We have I mean yet. that's how they that's how they did the first game. It's like six months is usually when marketing starts going hard, right? Yeah. That's like the threshold. And if that means if this game is supposed to be coming out this year, then June it's should like be the time. November, yeah, probably around. Uh, so June. then around next month should be when we start seeing stuff. Yeah. Technically, I mean if that's well, true. Like, Whatever I have I a Wolverine. Holiday. I, think, I, I imagine it's, it's usually three months out they start going hard. Six oh, is like hot. a lot. I thought six, six is where they maybe start. Maybe that's for three months when they turn it up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder give you the first like Mm-hmm. cinematic level. yeah when did we start getting all these zelda trailers i feel like there was the one zelda trailer and then nothing forever well zelda yeah. was weird they were just really late yeah well, they were late to to start like really and then they doing kicked it, it further but yeah. they did have that teaser like a long time ago and you're like what's it was like two, two years yeah. ago yeah, like what's oh yeah forever ago yeah. yeah where you saw like zelda falling and the weird like ganon like coming yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they were like it's walking an, up that thing yeah right there was an interesting theory that i heard um about Tears of the Kingdom, not about the game specifically, but sort of where it exists in the life. Tot K. <laughs> wow, I'm just joking. I just made that up now. But uh, you know, Nintendo consoles tend to start and end with Zelda games. Like oftentimes, like almost every console usually oh, ends on a Zelda game. Hmm. So the the theory is like, could this be the last thing before? Whatever new Switch comes when out. When was the new Switch? When was the Switch? 2016? And that 2017? came out with Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild was the last game on Wii U. I mean, 2016, four years, three years, seven. Oh my god, you're right! Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt And then Twilight no Princess, way. last game on GameCube, first game on... Am I Am I the only one thinking that the Switch still feels kind of young to me? Yeah. Like, I right? Feel like, I feel that. Is it because maybe we're older? I don't know. Or I, because also, like, the other two consoles came out a few years uh, into the Switch. Yeah. Like so it feels like years? this generation is still right young young yeah i don't know I, even though the switch we is just need a switch <laughs> pro that would be the next up and I mean, then there is like there's, there's I, the oled pro. isn't really yeah no it's like something with actual like that's the thing I, I find myself only going back to nintendo like for for like can't miss experiences yeah you know what i mean and even the when exclusive I'm playing, nintendo experiences yeah and it's like even when i'm playing those it's like i it's impossible not to notice where the tech is starting to break down yeah you know true and that's it's almost like i don't know it it makes it harder it makes a harder case for me to pick up that console just like regularly because like i could play basically anything on the playstation or the xbox and it's gonna run 
amazing and I don't have to worry about it at all. And it's like, that's, I don't know, just as far as like enjoying like a sit down at my screen, high fidelity experience, I'm just going to go there. There was a, there was a rumor, I think a last year sometime where they were talking about Nintendo telling developers to start developing for 4k. Was that a potential for like a, a we all thought it was going to be a, like a switch pro essentially right. but nobody understood how there's about that I know, I know i figured yeah, yeah but it's funny it's like i feel like 4k isn't even like the most appealing thing to me it's like i, I feel like i'm way more well this becomes so like to performance you know yeah mm, yeah well it's, like, it's funny because you can't get the 4k and the performance all the time like it's, yeah I mean, you're you not getting like that like 40, hogwarts or whatever i put it into the like the highest fidelity mode it can possibly be in and it only works great when you're not moving <laughs> and then once you start brutal? moving you're like this is garbage yeah yeah, yeah. which is like why even case. bother put that in <laughs> why yeah. even bother i don't know jason played on uh the second the second god of war mm. yeah he played on graphics i jumped and he was back like, forth an animal are can you, you kidding can me? It, can, like i watched him and i watched it and he because he he was watching me play at some point and he's like oh i can't believe you can play like this i'm like what? And then was, she's like, "Oh, dude, here, let me let me show you how to fix crazy. it." And he like had me do all these things, whatever. And I was like, "This is awful." What are you talking about? Like, this is how you. This is seriously. This is literally giving me a headache. Like this frame. I want to watch a slideshow. My <laughs> eyes. I want to watch a slideshow. It's like when you go to people's house. Like, have you ever like? Okay, so for example, I went to my friend uh, Mike's house. Um, you going to throw he, Mike under the bus? N- not pots. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh like he had his game console set up or whatever and i don't know how but i was like messing or i don't know what the context was but i was messing with his remote and his tv wasn't on game mode and i was like <gasps> oh my god like, what are you doing and he's like i don't know like what does that mean i'm like what what do you mean what does that mean like are you crazy like it says game in the mode title that's what yeah so like I, I feel like some people are just kind of like not not saying Jason is this person, but I'm just saying like yeah, I don't know so how people are affected by yeah. these things. Well, of, you were on the other side of that equation with with your PC, where yeah. Jeff was you in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know it got better than 60 <laughs> FPS. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was the crazy yeah, part. Yeah. So I was like, it's already 60. Wait, like, what? what's the thing? He's like, 120, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> but if you're not playing on game mode, I mean, like, like. Like you're it's it's broken i mean i was try, try playing a oh, mario saying, game not on on I, this happened to me one time i was playing something i think i was playing like uh like mario sunshine or whatever like whatever the remake that yeah. came out and i was playing on my handheld and i was like showing jason's little cousin and i was like oh let's play on the tv we put it on and i'm like why am i so bad it's like <laughs> has it been that long yeah. to play a mario game do i su- suck at games then i every time i have the thought of like do i suck at games I'm like no I always have this conversation with myself, and I'm good at video games. I remember, so something must be wrong. Yeah, and that's either one I like. I'm like, okay, the there's, TV there's some, there's yeah. some trick that's not happening. The, some, the TV setting is wrong. Like, there's some item I'm not using. And so yeah. I go through like a list of things to do, and at that point, it was game mode was not on. I switched game mode yeah. on. I'm like, oh, okay, now I can play games. Funny story. <laughs> at Ryder, there used to be a little Smash like competition group, and I remember going to that Smash group. I used to carry around like a controller and my copy of Smash with me wherever I went just to see if I could find people who'd play. Yeah, Yeah. it was was smart. (laughs) I saw this happen. And when I went to this competition and I played, I kept (coughs) losing and they were so bad. And I was like, what is happening? And then I was like, guys, can I just check the TV settings? And I got ridiculed for so. I was like, I'm sorry for even asking. 
And then I found out, yeah, it was totally fucking game mode. It's like the latency is just yeah. immediately like everything it's is off. It's not even a game anymore. Yeah. It's terrible. And somehow they didn't feel it, and which now makes well, like, me think that they were peons, well, not yeah. me. You get yeah. used to it. Yeah. If you don't know. And Disgusting. You- <laughs> I think like the TV at your old place in the living room, we used to play on that all the time, but someone came over and played with us and they're like, how do you play like yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's it- a different thing. I can't believe Jason's playing on quality mode. Yep. Maybe it reminds him of. I can't believe he cares about quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say on. I will say in God of War One, I did play on quality for like a good stint of that because I was like, "Whoa, the PS4 Pro graphics! Oh my god!" But then when God of War Two came out, I switched between the two, and I was like, "Wow, how could I ever? Like, yeah. how could I ever?" I think it's once you start seeing the difference, it's impossible to go back. Everything and it, does, looks... it wasn't even that big of a difference in quality, if I was to be honest. It, it, like it was like everything looked kind of sharp. Yeah. Because on top of like the frame rate was choppy, like. It was like because it was like focusing on graphics, everything was like really defined. So it was like these really strong lines moving like <laughs> robots. <laughs> it's kind of my least favorite part about gaming right now with this generation is that <coughs> I don't want to choose. I'll choose frame rate, yes, but like I don't want to give up some. Like, right, you're always like giving up. On something I don't want to have that feeling that I'm losing out right. on something. Whatever yeah. you choose, you're losing. That's right. what it feels like. To yeah, me. yeah. I That's don't why like I, that. Yeah. When I was playing Ratchet and Clank, and I wanted to see the ray tracing because I, yeah, I heard it from Digital Foundry. Ray tracing super cool. I want to see yeah. some reflections. Like I was playing on that for a little while, and I was just like, this is, this is painful. There were yeah. some games that actually like implemented both. Like if. If you went back and played the original Spider-Man, they yeah. optimized it so it has ray tracing and 60 FPS, and it's amazing. Like, Why it's can't amazing. everybody do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, Ooh, if they do ray tracing, Insomniac for, like, um, Wolverine's claws, like, oh, you, get wow. some re- you can get some really cool yeah. things going Where on. Where cool. is Wolverine? Like, eh, it's just one of those. It's like, they announced it so early. That's yeah. the... Why did you buy your PS5? Because oh, at some point they're going to release Wolverine. Yeah. It's gonna be- I mean, Do you think they dropped that just because they're like, hey, shareholders, look at all this. Pe- look at all these people interested in this game that we just told about. Like I told think, everybody well, about. They don't have so- shareholders anymore because they're owned by Sony. So. Uh, but Insomniac right. always does this. Like they teased the first Spider-Man forever, and it took that forever to come out. It's like they always do the. Oh yeah, little- they did. Yeah. Is there some scientific yeah. and or like you know statistical understanding that? Getting people hyped on something six years out is a good idea. Well, I think from a Gage console maker's interest. perspective, they yeah. they definitely need it. You know, they mm. need because they need the now, they need the later, and then they need the way later. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, like Spider Man Two, it's all from the same company, so it's like, yeah, Wolverine's probably not coming out this year. Yeah, but like it's that it's it's second in the pipeline. Yeah. You know, th- maybe th- third after DLC, right? Yeah. Like, right. I, never I know. think it comes from a Thinking place like of two like more if years. you're going to invest in a console, you need to know that like. You're making a good choice long term. Like, yeah, that makes sense. This thing right now. Well, also it's it's a IP we know. You know, like, yeah. It's it's good to it's easy to create hype for something when all you have to do is we're gonna make this game in five years and all you have to do is like flash a title. If you flash a title of a game that we didn't know, it'd be yeah. Yeah. Who gives Metro a crap? Prime Four. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh. When something people want or are waiting for or they're familiar with and can get hyped for that early <laughs> Dude, that was literally that, excellent by the way like oh uh, yeah i feel like low-key like that's getting slept on it's really really what's good. getting slept on the metroid primary that was six yeah. years ago when that jpeg came out i know like 2017 when we all Our went fourth. to e3 and we yeah. saw it 
We're like, oh wow, cool. They're gonna. That wasn't. A, we weren't there for that. Yeah, we we were we, at E three. We in the line. No, no that wasn't in the line. That was when we were, were in the there. line. That's when oh. Shane sent the <laughs> Metroid. Yes. Yeah, Samus Returns. Yes. Yes, but they showed Metroid Prime Four, Four just right. the logo. I yeah. wasn't there though. Because that Shane. Was same thing. It was it was at E three that year. Yes. Yeah, it was in it was, that same. He part. did not come with us. Oh, you didn't come. Jason was there. I don't know why. Oh, Frank was there. Frank, Frank was right. there, and Shane was there, and Shane specifically said to me and Jason, like, I just need to know that they're working on Metroid Prime Four. Like, I don't need. Any information about it, I just need to see the words. The and we're like, okay. And that's exactly what yeah. happened. And then after, we were like, so, Shane, you happy? And he's like, I mean, no. It would have been cool if there was a like, oh <laughs> And Jason was like, you said, you said you'd be happy with just Shane. the words. And he's like, all right, you're right, you're right. He's, I did say that. I'm mad at my word. He's still happy to this day. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. I, t- I talk to Shane fairly regularly, and he's, he's just such a glass half full guy. I yeah. love he it. really like, is. He's just very happy about whatever's going on. And it's always like benefit of the doubt kind of stuff. You know, he's, he's a good guy. Um, how did we get here? Hmm. We're talking about what we were playing. We were, and we were only on Liz, and now, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, Alex, I saw you're playing a game called Tales of Iron. What's that all about? Yeah, so I finished Ghostwire. Yes. Um, Bad. It was, so my opinion on the meat of the game does has not changed. It's like, it just is what it is, you know? Uh, the ending was pretty bad, though. Just, I hate when, there's so many cutscenes and just, like, garbage interactions, and just wasn't fun. It just wasn't a well done ending of yeah. the game. I think there's actually like a, a a true ending to it as well. I don't nah. know. I don't know what affects it, but it, either way, it's not worth it. Yeah, no. So I kind of just finished that as just something to play, and then I didn't know what to play next. Like I don't. I guess I could do Fire Emblem. I I have it, but I never really got into it. But um, yeah, there's a game Tales of Iron that's uh, on playstation plus free it's a free game mm-hmm. oh yeah and looked it up and it's supposed to be good so i gave it a shot and i'm, I'm thinking i'm almost done with it is it good. good yeah it's like a side scrolling uh you're a mouse uh, or you're a rat in like a rat kingdom fighting off these different like bugs or little frogs and it's you can equip all these different things it's sort of like a uh a dark like a hack and slash game it's a souls like game basically like a hollow knight like yeah it's like a yeah like Salt yeah. and Sanctuary? It's like, yeah. It's like uh, Hollow Knight, like Salt and Sanctuary. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's not like that in-depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty difficult. Like, there's some, there's some pretty difficult battles. And I like the, all of your pieces of armor you can see. And there's, like, some nice loot and upgrade stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a very charming game. Graphics are really nice. And um, this, is a, this was a PlayStation Plus game? Yeah, still is. You can get it tonight. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I'm just surprised because like I literally just downloaded the PlayStation Plus games because one of them was Sackboy. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly like, that's exactly what got me to do it. I yeah. was like, I can't play. I, I was like, coming out I, with these, I keep forgetting about them. Yeah, and I I I mean, I just I went through all the free games and I hit like add to library and I just I didn't even. Dude, Sackboy. Clearly, great. I didn't read. Yeah. It. I'm excited yeah. to Have try Sackboy. Sackboy. Uh, yeah, I messed around with it. It's really good. It's uh, you know, it's Little Big Planet. There, it's shocking. Yeah. Right. But I don't you know if you've gotten it, there. It turns out it's just a little big planet. I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but there is a shocking amount of licensed music in that game, and it makes the levels so fun. Like, there's like a whole Bruno Mars level. It's great. Really? That is actually interesting to me. What's that? That is actually interesting to me. Yeah, it's really good. I know how much you love Bruno Mars. I do actually really like Bruno Mars. Surprising, yeah. surprising. Yeah. I mean, that is a music artist. I'm well, not sure if you've heard. I have very few music artists that I like. 
actively like, and Bruno Mars is one of them. It's pretty yeah. much just Bruno Mars and Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi B, will yeah. you speak to me? The list kind of ends there. It was really interesting because like Allie and I were playing through that game like heavily when it first came out. Like Platinum did. Like we literally played through every single level together. It's actually a really fun multiplayer. Um, and I remember as we were playing, we started this level and we're like, we're like, wait, what? Because like it kind of comes out of left field because there's no licensed music for like the first third of the game, yeah. and then you just get to this level and you're like, this is. This is Bruno Mars, and it's like this super cut of like all of his music through this amazingly orchestrated well, stage. I was like, this it, is so cool. Is this a multiplayer game? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh cool. Like yeah. four player local. It's great. Oh mm-hmm. cool. And it's like an isometric like adventure type game. So it's very similar yeah. to like Super Mario 3D World if you played that. I love it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fun little game, but cool it's game. not. Uh, it's not breaking them all out anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was the so. party game when the console came out. You know. Yeah, and it would be it would be a great game if like my kids were like three years older. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, I, yeah, so yeah. Tales of Iron was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a easy little Metroidvania slash like sort of Metroidvania mm-hmm. Souls like game. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you're bored, of... you can play Sackboy. <laughs> that's I mean, now that I now have Jedi, I've been sort of like bridging yeah, the gaps to the bigger games. Yeah. You know, when you were uh, when I saw you were playing that, there was part of me that was wondering if you looked into that game, uh, Meet Your Maker at all. I did. Yeah. Because that looked like uh, so that was a PlayStation Plus exclusive title. It launched on PlayStation Plus, and it, it's a PlayStation exclusive right now. So I was like, that's. That's interesting, but I literally know nothing about it. It's just a, I mean, there's a lot of building. Like, it's a t- sort of a crafting building type of game, I oh, think. Oh, I see. Okay. I, I looked at... I've been getting into the habit of, like, I'll go through Game Pass every once in a while, and then, like, I'll find a game that looks interesting, and then quickly look it up. And so I've just been doing that a lot, just yep. like, quickly checking the reviews. So I checked that one. So that I think it was supposed to be decent, but it just wasn't in my genre ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one was. So nice, pretty pretty cute game. Yeah, nice, Seems nice like game. Yeah, Justin, how about yourself? Final Fantasy Pixel Collection. Honestly, all the things that you were telling me about Final Fantasy One when you were going through it, I was like excited to jump back into it. And then when I went back into it, I was very excited to go through it and then start playing it. And I have only really been able to sink like a full like two nights into it. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what I hope for. The boosters make the game so much better because like i remember going through the game so slowly and then getting to fights and like literally i was telling you this but like it felt like i would go back to town and i would spend all of my money just to buy stuff as if i'm about to go camping to like sleep in the inn or something there's times when you go into a cave you can't like escape the cave easily so that means all the fights that you go into until you get to the end and if you have to walk all the way back out you have to walk all the way back out and if you don't have a lot of potions or antidotes specifically because there's like one cave all about poisoning you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck. That's so annoying. You're yeah. fucked, right? We're spoiled these days. I know, yeah, I right? know. Intense. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's yeah. funny. Like, because I was telling Justin before, and now I told you when you first got here, like, uh, when I started the game, I was like, oh, let me see how far I can go without the boosters. But then right away, like, it, t- it took almost no time to turn them on because you realize almost immediately that the game is designed to encourage grinding yeah. right at the yeah. onset. So it's like when you get to the first town, it's like you get there, and if you didn't put any boosters on or whatever, the amount of gill that you gained from the beginning of the game and like the scripted battles through all the exploration and then getting to the first town, you can't even afford one piece of gear. Like if you wanted to get one sword for one of your characters, you can't afford it because you 
because the game expects you to grind like crazy between towns. So I was like, what the hell? But then after putting the boosters on, the it it adjusts the game in such a way that it's all progression focused. Yeah. So like you don't have to worry about grinding ever. You're it's like you literally story. just walk from one place to the other and you're hooked up and you're ready to do everything there. It feels like Game Shark. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, it feels like Game Shark. The, the and I mean, that's how you play games now, though. You know. Yeah. Well, that's yes. how a well balanced game would be created right. today. Yeah. Well, back then they didn't know what well and or balance was. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the challenge, the where it does start to break a little bit and get weird <laughs> is the boss fights. Yeah. The boss fights become trivial. Dude, there's one. There, I remember. Yeah. I remember the first time I played Final Fantasy One or Final Fantasy, right? And there was like, and I was telling you about this too. There was like a, a like an like an evil elf boss character, and I remember. Just getting to him required so much, like going through that poison cave and like realizing if you saved over your save file at the point in a poison cave when you one of your characters was poisoned or something like that, and you're at the bottom of the cave and you have to walk your way out, and eventually all of your characters get poisoned, you can never make it back to town. Yeah, like yeah. you can't cover, you can't cut. You have to start the game yeah, over. And once again. you game over, it's you're done. Yeah, I there's no auto save. Jeff. Uh, back in the day, I think we had like rented Max Payne. I've told the story before, but um, there's a part where I think it's the famous scene where you're following the blood footsteps. There's but, a few of those, and I hate them. So you're following, it and you're on sort of a very narrow bridge, and Jeff fell off, and then was like, "Oh shit!" and then quickly saved. But oh, you told me this a long so time then ago. Every single time he reloaded into the game, he was like, falling. He was falling, so it's like he was stuck at that part. And yeah. there was some reason that that was devastating. I forget why, but it was because like, when you died, you'd say reload your game, and, and you just start at the beginning of the trail. Oh or yeah, something. of course, yeah. right. So yeah. then, no, you don't have the beginning of the tra- uh, trail at the part where you fo- you're falling, where you saved. So yeah, just right, but then, so the save file is. But up. then you die. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, then so it's it was, a loop. Yeah. So okay. then you die, right. and then you load yourself falling, and then you die. It's not about checkpoints. Because there wasn't the checkpoints were the save. Right, right. So yes, this is what happened. Terrible. He thought it was a good idea at the time. He was also like eight or whatever, but like... Poor Jeff. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what I was saying is that yeah, when I got to that boss, thing. I remember getting to that boss and being very proud of myself after starting my game over again and then learning how to play the game properly. And then that, <laughs> that boss was so freaking hard. And yeah. then this time, I beat him in two hits and I was like, I'm not playing this game properly anymore. <laughs> this is not a game. This is a slideshow. Yeah, it is. It is cool, and I, I was telling Justin before that it uh, it does even out when you get to the end, like because I hope so. The 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 final bosses and the harder enemies in the game, like it expects you to be max level. So the second you hit max level, it's like, well, then the the stats don't matter anymore. Now it's now it's all strategy. So like the final boss is actually like legitimately like you know still hard. you're you're calculating on that. It's funny. I don't remember being max level when I beat the Final Fantasy the first time, but I do remember Final Fantasy 3 and I remember all of my characters were level 99. Dude. So in the DS one, there yeah. was one boss that was so impossible even at max level. Like I've probably one of the hardest Final Fantasy Dude, bosses Crystal ever. Palace or whatever it was. Uh, not in the Crystal Palace. It was like this extra side boss. It was like this like, um. iron giant thing. It was ridiculous. Mm. Um but for me, I've also been playing Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. You got passed through the first one. Beat the first one. Platinum the first one. Swell game. Never beat it before. It was actually really, really fun. He to told me, like, I beat this game a couple of times, and he told me about the ending, and I hadn't even thought about... Do you have any interest in finishing Final Fantasy 1? No. Okay. Then <laughs> this then it, it, We're going to talk about this, because, like, I there was this feeling that I had when I beat the game that was very, like, warm. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt very, like... 
I was like, oh my god, like you know, this this just feels amazing. I saved right? the world. Yeah. So the the context of this is very important. So when you play when you play the game at the beginning, you start the game off and it instructs you to go uh, fight Garland, Garland, who's like the boss, right? Okay. Uh, he kills you immediately, and then you know transports himself in time, and then you have to like go through all these dungeons and build yourself up or whatever, and then you get to trans. Uh, go back in time at the very end to fight him again and then beat him right um you beat him in the first interaction you saved oh yes you're right you're right you're right you're right yes um so the game the game contextualizes you like you as heroes as these heroes just appeared one day and they have these stones in their hand and they have to go through this journey to power up the stones to become strong enough to defeat garland like that's the point right and there's this whole time jump mechanic that exists there and then after you beat the game, uh, the way that the story is presented to you says like uh, you've ended the cycle, like this, like you've ended the cycle for now, and you can feel good because you've brought peace back to this world. But you know, a time will come where where four more heroes will come back, and they'll have to stop the cycle again. But you know, relish in this moment that you've created for yourself. That you know, now this world gets to live in peace for a while, and what it's referring to is the physical cartridge itself. Like, the game cartridge of Final Fantasy is the time loop. And every time you plug it in and turn it on, four new heroes are created. And that's why the heroes don't have any names. Mm. Because they emerge, and then they begin the cycle again. And that's why, like, they have to go through and, and build themselves up because they've been they've come into slumber for so long. So that when you start the game again, that's why they have to go through this journey and build themselves up to end the cycle, to have this momentary peace before the game shuts off, and then the cycle then it allows evil to come back and the cycle repeats. And I was like, that is such a cool thing. thing, It's such a cool thing. Like fourth wall breaking. You know, it it really like speaks to what that game was at that time. And like the, like how they were able to, to tell the story and the, calling it final fantasy like because that's it like the the adventure exists here it's like mm. this is this whole adventure it's the final fantasy you know do they yeah. rename garland as like your main character from <laughs> like no, infinity like, blade no, no, and no. from that app yeah that'd be hilarious Trinity blade oh Tr- my god um it is funny though because like now well after you mentioned infinity blade infinity yeah. blade yeah yeah and it's funny because like after you mentioned that immediately my head spun over to bravely default yeah. which also is square enix game right and that game also had the same take four heroes emerge right and it's like you're there you have to find and like pray at four different crystals and then at the end of the game you're sent back into a different universe where you have to play the entire thing over again from the very beginning and then the characters remember what happened and they're like what the hell is happening because it's the same four characters from before and then it goes through until eventually you break the cycle all while you're also picking up these street passes of other people's bravely default characters who are helping your characters fight the fight in your like dimension. In their own cycles. It's literally yeah. Final Fantasy 1, but like blown out and with way more of like a fourth wall break than that game. But this it's like, uh, you remember that Choose Your Own Adventure on Netflix, Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. When you have that moment of like suddenly the guy starts talking to you and you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How it's, does he know I'm dude, here? <laughs> it's fascinating though that a game like that from back in the, when did that game come out? Like the 80s? 85? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like to be able to like understand what like the physical cartridge meant for and like how to like make this replayable, but then also like play that into the story in some way through yeah. very loose 
uh, story plot points that make you believe it. Maybe I, I, I played yeah. the game a few times and I've never even thought of that. Yeah, it's very humble and it's very like sophisticated for its for time, its time. Yeah, one hundred percent on like yeah. a sixty-four megabyte freaking stick. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sophisticated cool. for like any time. I feel like. yeah, it's like sixty-four kilobytes. Yeah, yeah probably. Very, yeah. Very oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It also reminds now, me of uh, the end of Near Automata. Oh yeah. Yeah. He has oh, a yeah. few games that yeah that yeah. fourth wall break. I love it when they do that. Yeah, mm. it's weird. Makes yeah. me appreciate it way more of like the physical media. Like yeah, um, I really didn't see it coming. No. I was like, ah, oh, we'll I have other save files. I'll be fine. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just had to watch it go through each one of my save files and delete. Well, that's what killed me was the animation. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> they want you to feel it. Yeah. That was my th- no. You just kept going. <laughs> it's funny because in the other near game, near replicant, it it does the same thing. It's like the the previous game, right? Uh, it does the same thing, but it takes all the bite out because there's like something you can do afterwards to get your saves back. Oh, and I was like, ah, no consequences are no fun. So then in Automata, yeah. they were like, no, like we're gonna make it hurt, yeah, <laughs> because it needs to hurt, you know. It did, yeah, it did hurt because I was gonna play that game again, and then it was like, no, you're not. I was like, all right, I guess oh. I'm not. <laughs> uh, okay. What was the game that like? made it look like your console froze or like the screen froze it's control darkness. what was it control did that maybe it was control when yeah. you were going it, through it was like you got to the end of the game and then it was the uh credits came by and then all of a sudden like the credits stopped or like they looked weird oh yeah and you had to like keep going and it, like yeah. you, like you rerun time and yeah eternal darkness was the original one that was the one that's like you uh like you enter a room and like everything's upside down or you like enter a room and it's like, it's like, Oh, sorry, the game crashed and your save file is corrupted, but it like really wasn't. Yeah. yeah and I remember that from metal gear solid. One. Metal gear yes. solid with hideo and you like to play Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do like when things like that happen. Yeah. Like inscription. I know you guys get all the way through, but that has some really interesting sort of like fourth wally stuff. Happening. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Silver. I, I played through that game for a while, but I never like, I didn't hit that point yet. Yeah, you're kind of just scratching the surface. There's like a lot more to it. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like I go through these waves with games like that. Like I remember with like Doki Doki Literature Club, like I got, yeah. I played that game for a while, but never got to like the breaking point. And then like months and months and months later, I was like, okay, let's really try this. And then I got to the breaking point and I played through that game like 20 times. It's really good. 20 times? Well, there's like different endings and stuff. So I like, uh, went to like um... see everything that happened. I played through it one time, and that was enough for me. It got scary at a certain point. It is. <laughs> the point where it knew my name. Yeah. Like, it looked through whatever Windows 32 fucking files that they needed to to find my username wow. in wow. my computer to say, Hello, Justin Chow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, good ups on that guy for doing that. But now you're playing Final Fantasy 2, right? Yeah. And Final Fantasy 2 is... Uh, the music's really, good. Really different. The music's great. Rebel Rebel theme is my favorite. Yeah, but it's super different. I really don't like a lot of it. Um, <laughs> they were clearly trying to do something different as far as like how... Like, there's no experience. Like, your characters don't level up anymore. They get like weapon proficiency and oh. all this kind of stuff. And all the characters can equip it's any so weapon they want. It's not Final Fantasy. That's what I'm saying. And every character can equip two weapons at once, which yeah. is like very bizarre. No. And a bow and a staff. Yeah, I really don't... Uh, I don't like yeah, it at all. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, weird. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna finish it. Like I'm, re- I am really looking forward to going through all of these games. Like especially, especially four and six. Like those are gonna be like, oh, those are gonna be very, very nice. I've never played five. I think I've Me played neither. four. 
I think because that's the Cecil one, right? Yeah, four is yeah, excellent. Yeah, I've definitely played four before. I think that was also on the DS. Yeah, uh, it, there was one on the DS. Yeah, yeah, I definitely played that one too. Um, but four yeah, is five excellent. is definitely a, like a a hole in my um, Final Fantasy career, I guess. Same, yeah. Big blind spot. But enjoying those games. Yep. Looking, uh, looking forward to continuing to play those basically up until Zelda comes out. Uh, and then it's Zelda until Street Fighter, which we also played a little bit of with the Street Fighter demo. Yeah. Uh, yep. There's, the, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, not too much to, uh, there's not too much to speak on. There's only two it's, characters it's in not, one stage. It, I mean, it's also not really my type of game. Like, yeah. I'm not too... I enjoy them. I played a lot as a kid, like uh, yeah. Super, uh, Super Street Fighter 2 or whatever on my yeah. Game Boy. Um, but those are... I, I'm typically not drawn to those games, but it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I think the, the aesthetic is very cool. Yeah, the the new character Ace or whatever his name is Luke. Luke Ace. He just looks like a freaking Ace. His forearms are bigger than his thighs. Yeah, his <laughs> and his biceps. His forearms look very peculiar. They don't. Why? What? What? How do your forearms become the size of your torso? Yeah, he's Popeye. That's yeah. exactly. Oh, he's, Popeye. Well, he's young Popeye. He's young. He's young hipster Fortnite Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He's got all the trendy things on. That's yeah. fun. Well, there's really only one no, big piece of not. news that I saw come out this week. If I miss something, tell me. But really, it was news, yeah. today's news, which was the UK has officially blocked the Microsoft Activision or the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard, yeah. which is monumental for where we're at. You hear so, that? It's everybody at Sony cheering right now. Yeah, literally. <laughs> glasses. Literally. It's so crazy because it's like, I mean, an unprecedented deal in the space and then to be full-on 100% blocked is kind of nuts uh this where we're at now is microsoft is definitely going to appeal and try to make a case to like get it like appealed um but man and it's funny it's funny because i was thinking it was going to go in the opposite direction for a while we talked about this briefly here and there yeah and it was looking like it was looking bad i mean sony was saying some stupid stuff yeah well, they were grasping at straws <laughs> it seemed like there were a bunch of i don't know who organizations or countries or people were saying like yeah this sounds good to us like we're cool with this yeah yeah there were organizations that were sort of like on board with it yeah um many of them were like i know um what you call it uh, i i don't know i just keep thinking of the situations where sony had their foot in their mouth because they would say stuff like oh yeah they're gonna release bad versions of Call of Duty on PlayStation. Yeah. And then Activision's like, we are insulted that you would say <laughs> something like this, but we're not going to hold it against you, basically. Also, what's like what's happening at Activision? Like when you're working there? Like what is, Poor guys. what is that what is that like being over there? When you don't know who your dad is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean you, like you assume that like Xbox is your daddy, but then it's like, oh wait, you know. I'm just going to go to the store and then he never comes back. Think about the people who like, I'm just thinking of the people who like also own Activision who are trying to sell it and they're like, come on. And then they're like, no, like the thing that's going to, because Activision has gone through so much controversy. Well, I believe, and I'm, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Cause I'm just like not schooled in this, in this field. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I know that when the, if the merger wasn't going to go through, Microsoft still has to pay like a massive fee. And I think it's to Activision Blizzard just for like failing to finish the acquisition or something. Mm. It's either they pay them or they pay some other party. That kind of makes sense. So it's like in the clause, there's sort of damages there. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I can't remember t- like to what 
like what that number is. But I mean, if we're talking a $69 billion deal, it has to be in the millions, yeah. you know? Realistically, yeah. Which is just like, I mean, you think about this money. It's like, what the heck, you know? Yeah, I mean, Bill yeah. Gates will just pull some out of his pocket. He's like, all right, here you go. Sorry yeah. about that. Is I'll that even Yeah. It, it is funny, though, because it really does, I don't know, it, it at least shows, I mean, Microsoft has the money to kind of throw around at stuff like this, but I don't know. I think the aggressiveness that they were going after Activision Blizzard is kind of indicative of how, like, needed they are for their portfolio, you yeah. know? Because I think they're in a spot where they, you know, they, they've literally said in their, dep- or in their depositions or whatever that they're like, we just can't make games at the same quality as Sony. Like, we have to buy them. Like, like, we don't have the talent to make these games. But if your back is up against the wall, you'll say anything. That's very true. But, I mean, also, if we look at their actions, it is also true. Yeah, they bought a lot of studios, and we've not seen a lot of return from that yet. And any of the first-party stuff has been not amazing. It's not not Sony level. It's not God of War, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you... Can you... all, All I really know is that it was not passed because it was going to hurt the industry cloud gaming. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. They said cloud gaming. The future of the fast going of the fast growing cloud gaming market leading to reduced innovation and less choice for UK gamers. The fact that they said cloud gaming, it also confuses me because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's basically saying that like, if you're going to subscribe to a game service, you're going to subscribe to Microsoft's because it's where you get call of duty. Call of duty. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. I see. So that's what they mean by cloud gaming. They so the IP like is so ex- services yeah. from them. Yeah. And I think the assumption there is like if if it's a UK FCC or UK regulators, they're probably thinking like, well, if there's another company, maybe a UK based streaming company that mm-hmm. you know is a competitor in the market, there's no way they could even compete. It would be impossible because like. I don't think everybody's they, going to go to where Call of Duty is. Everyone's going to go to where Blizzard is. Like, that's just what it is. You that know? is kind of true. It's definitely true. Like, I mean, yeah. that's why Microsoft wanted to buy them. You yeah. Know? Or you have to imagine that that's at least what they were thinking. I haven't really like, thought about it that way, but it's, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if you get it, if you get Call of Duty for free on Yeah. Everyone will pay for your subscription service. Yeah. And if Costco's membership system, like business model works, then this will definitely work I mean, too. If, yeah. if you talk to... Or if you consider, like, let's say non-current X, uh, Xbox Game Pass subscribers that are annual Call of Duty players, let's say you get 10% of them, you're talking about millions of new subscribers. Like, right. millions! Like, it's it's the best-selling game every year yeah. by a long shot. Yeah. Like, and what it's we've not learned, even close. There's, there's, really way, there's not really a way to compete with that. And what we've no. learned about subscriptions is that even if you're not using the subscription, you don't feel comfortable with leaving the subscription. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. When, yeah. I, I really wonder what the next course of action is going to be for uh, for Microsoft as far as like you know how they try to pursue this happening, or yeah. if that's not the case, what the next acquisition target would be. I just again, I can't imagine. Like, so Xbox's only like heyday was the 360, and they just we haven't seen anything from them in the past two generation or this generation, the last right. And like, I feel like they they have. I thought the Xbox Live. Uh, not Xbox Live, sorry, Game Pass. I thought that service was going to shake things up enough for them to like eke out, but it just it doesn't. I mean, it's not interesting me personally. So like maybe I'm just thinking yeah. of everything in a vacuum. I just I, I don't know. Well, I th- I, it's it's funny. Like 
if you think about like Microsoft as a company, like not I'm not talking about Xbox. I'm talking Microsoft. about like Microsoft as a company. Much of the the um, what you call it the ground that they've been able to make up is through doing things exactly like this, like mm. just buying companies, buying software to yeah. to build out their suite of uh, of goods and services, and to make themselves impossible not to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it, it kind of makes sense that this would be like a corporate policy is to be like get the big players in the space and, you know, make ourselves invaluable. And I don't know, it, it makes sense. They even game. got Halo that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Halo was an Apple thing and they bought it from them like right at the finish line. Uh, from a gamer's perspective, I mean, this isn't, I mean, this is probably good news. Like consolidation in the industry is bad. It's really not what we want. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know it's like, if you're like, I'm sure if you're team Xbox, or like you want that to steal that away from PlayStation, but yeah. like, you don't really overall want for the consumer no yeah, because what, because what would happen it's like if if it did go through and you're sony what do you do well who are we buying because we need to keep up somehow we gotta buy Bungie. Capcom. Yeah. we gotta buy well, it's also just right i mean it's just there's less competition it's like yeah. less competition is always worse for the consumer you're not right? getting better quality when everything's under one roof like that mm-hmm. um i mean that's the whole point to block these things and to yeah. have yeah institutions that are responsible for looking at that to make sure that it is fair for is there any shred of thought that a combined effort between multiple companies produces a quality that wouldn't be seen when they're fighting each other no what the idea behind this is anti um you know uh this is this is no this is anti uh Competition in this case. I'm just throwing devil's advocacy here. Like when you have major, uh, you know, um, has there been a situation where collaboration has yielded better products than competition? I guess that's what it's good. Maybe I'm sure there are instances, but it's like over time, like you sort of lose. Yeah. Over time, what happens is even if you are producing a high quality product, like it, the the problem with the monopoly is that it's going to cost way 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 too much and there's yeah. nothing to regulate that cost like have you ever um seen or heard of like the monopoly that existed on uh glasses oh yeah like uh, actual what glasses was the name of the company um I, can't, I don't remember the name of the company but essentially like you remember how glasses no. like growing up glasses used to cost like a thousand dollars like it was like some insane amount of money that you'd have to pay to get glasses and there's essentially only one company producing glasses Uh and every person like you know like coach would have glasses or like i don't know they have glasses they all got them produced through this one manufacturer yes they were all produced through this one person like somebody tried to it was i think there was like a 60 minutes on it and the guy was like a guy was like sitting like glasses wearer, uh, entrepreneur was sitting at his table and he was like looking at like his laptop and his glasses and he was like, My glasses cost more than my laptop. Like yeah. how is that possible? And yeah. he tried to make his own glasses company at that point, and that's when he discovered this monopoly and they were like, No, you cannot make glasses from the company. They and no like, like no one will stock them. And it was just sold, yeah. And kill you over <laughs> like what is this mafia level shit like i don't understand you come out with a, a glasses you come out with glasses like and you're like i'll pay me the bucks glasses for companies it. were like you can't if you stock from that guy we're not gonna stock you so you won't have any coach glasses you won't have any you won't have any yeah. other frames in your store or whatever unless you only buy from us i did not know about this this is fascinating and, and that's why you like these the glasses that i'm wearing right now cost like a hundred bucks yeah 20 years ago they would have cost like a thousand dollars and it was literally just because they had a monopoly 
on the industry. Mm. And so that's what happens. <laughs> like Fair. if there was yeah. one company and they were all bought up, they could charge anything Lux, for Lux video Sonica. games and you would just have to pay for it because mm. there would be like, that's the whole point of competition. It's not all, just to create a better product. It's also to create fair pricing strategies for the yeah. consumer. Don't get me wrong. I definitely agree and understand. <laughs> I'm just what, like I mean, thinking like if Microsoft and Activision were to combine forces, would we see unprecedented gaming? The answer is probably not. But like that was the that was probably the question. Probably not. But and I mean, it would for like... the listeners and you guys in the room with me right now. I want you to know that competition is good, and I believe that too. <laughs> they could charge I mean, at... anything for Xbox Game Pass, and you would just have to pay it to yeah. get Call of Duty. <laughs> look at Bioware. I mean, that's a good example of like a acquired <coughs> company that just like Man. floated into oblivion, lost all of their talent. Yeah, you know, they just started. Yeah. Just the name games. now. Yeah, yeah. They've exactly. just been di- they're just this puddle. And the thing is, <laughs> like Mac. Yeah, <laughs> they can't even. Whoa, d- they can't even cut. close yeah. Bioware either because I feel like the name carries too much like prominence. Yeah. Even though they're like, you know, it's a, a Theseus ship type deal where it's like nobody that's at Bioware is who Bioware right. used to be. Right. It's like it's yeah. a completely it's a different big enough name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Bed Bath Beyond is uh, bankrupt. Yeah, no, I didn't know yes. that. Yeah. Crazy. Where are you gonna go shopping for your college dorm? They're looking for uh, people to buy them. Yeah, just because of the name and like because they have so many retail locations, they're hoping that that there's a lot of real estate. Yeah, and and so what? There's like three companies in Bed Bath Beyond: Bed Bath Beyond, Bye Bye Baby, and then I think one other. Is it because of Amazon? Like everybody just gets that bullshit on Amazon now. But Bye Bye Baby is like a pretty big company. Like, and they like I was reading some article that said like. Even if somebody doesn't want the Bed Bath and Beyond, like the Bye Bye Baby is Branding the is, only is basically the only like the brick gym. and mortar retailer that is specifically geared towards uh, baby products. Yeah. yeah, there's no. Is there babies that are us anymore? No. It's dead. You yeah, so they're like that. Hopefully, is is interesting, yeah. is uh, enticing to somebody, so they'll buy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's funny. Uh, we that comment that you brought up, like, is it because of Amazon, right? I when Ali told me about this, we had this exact same conversation. And I think our default thought process is, well, of course, it's because of Amazon, right? But these types of things have happened way before Amazon. And we started to, like, go back into the dregs and we're like, yeah, like, what happened to Bradley's and Kmart? And What is Bradley's? I don't even remember that. You don't know Bradley's? I I don't remember. What what did they sell? Was it just another, like, Kmart slash Target? It was a department store. It was, like, a very very popular Target came out of nowhere and then just kind of wiped out people. It was before your time. Okay. But it's like, like a Kohl's. I don't understand how Kohl's is still in business. That's what I'm saying. Like, my dad, my by, dad buys so many jeans from there, I assume he's floating that entire business. They're owned by Amazon. Kohl's, Kohl's like, is that's why you, on tight you give because... all your... Uh, we send all... Bring all of our Amazon returns to Kohl's. Uh, Kohl's is I holding on tight because they just... Uh, they basically partnered with Sephora. So now there's Sephora's and all the uh, uh, Kohl's. This is why Target... Exactly. That's, that's why Target just uh, partnered with Ulta as like a, a competitive move Ooh, for them. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but Target's great. Well, what's funny, <laughs> an interesting case study is Sears because Sears was on top of the world yeah. Yeah. Right in the early yeah. 90s. Yeah. yeah. And they had the opportunity to basically become Amazon. Like they just had to take their catalog, their physical catalog, and put it online. Right. But the heads were like, no. Yeah. We're, we're sticking to our guns. This yeah. is how we got. Old how world made, thinking. Yes, this is how we it's make Sears popular. You got to keep pivoting. They could have been the first to the market with that. Yeah. Like they were set up to do it and they no. didn't and they got totally rocked. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, fascinating. Wow. The moral of the story is companies are always going to turn over and consolidation is not good. Yeah. 
What I do, what makes me a little wary of the Activision Blizzard situation now is if Microsoft loses this opportunity, if Activision Blizzard is still looking, uh, looking for suitors, like who else, who else? has that mm-hmm. kind of money to prop up? And I can think of one entity. I can't think of any. Well, I, actually, who do you I think? Can, I can think of two. In the game space? Yeah. Google? Nope. More Google games. would be weird. More be games. Cool. Think games. Amazon? No. Uh, Epic? Epic yeah. was my other one. Epic uh, could buy them. Mm. Or Zynga. Ten, or Tencent. Oh, Tencent. And Tencent would totally buy them. And now you But have if a Tencent si- bought them, I feel like there would be even more of controversy. Yeah. Because now it would be like the biggest, one of the biggest, most profitable U.S. companies is now owned by Chinese investors. Yeah, well, 100%. Like, you know but I don't, buy them? Big problem. You know who should buy them? PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation doesn't have that capital. Money. Are you kidding? Like the amount that they were buying, Sorry, if they sold yes, all their assets. We need Activision now. At we're the Call of Duty company. Now. Yeah. I mean, at this point, though, if the acquisition was blocked, isn't any acquisition going to be blocked? It's that's what I'm thinking too. Isn't isn't haven't we decided? Like, hasn't? I think does I think that it was mean blocked invest- because? It, a streaming company is buying them, right? I think it's because they were a console owner. If another publisher yeah, decides to any, acquire them, it doesn't it doesn't disrupt still, the, that doesn't the mean ecosystem. That, that doesn't mean that Sony's they can't still turn gonna that fight into it, though. Sony's yeah. still going to spend all that money explaining why it's going to disrupt the Well, ecosystem. they would do that because their direct competitor is. Sony has investment in Tencent. Like, Sony owns some of Tencent. Mm-hmm. Sony owns some of Epic. Well, because they were very smart. They were like, we got to like get into all of these places because we see where the wind's blowing. You yeah. know what I mean? I, don't know, like, I feel so like when stuff like this falls through, it's game over. Like nobody else then can, it's can a, buy it. Because yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think you're right. And it's, but sort of the, like what you were saying, Skirbo, sort of the next step there is it's disruptive. I know. I was like, why does that sound weird in here already? The music stopped. Yeah. Um, like, so it would have been disruptive to the industry to combine Microsoft with Activision. Yeah. But like, what, what company wouldn't couldn't you combine a sixty nine billion dollar company with and not have it be disruptive? Yeah. Like yeah. at a certain point, Activision is too big, and if you're big enough to afford Activision, something's going to be happening there where you're gonna you're creating a mega something somewhere. There's yeah. a hole somewhere that yeah. you're yeah. That you're creating. I so Microsoft is obviously like the cloud game thing makes total sense. So, but like. There's, there's going to be issues anywhere you plop a $69 billion company down. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just interesting. So yeah. then, like, my only thought is, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, it's, okay. it's interesting because I think, like, if people are, if you are Activision of any of the shareholders and then this deal falls through, like, I, I think I understand where Liz is coming from. It's like, well, I, I guess we're never going to offload this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now they're just like, I guess we're just stuck with this. So Activision, you got to keep doing good good work amidst all of the controversy and yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think that, <laughs> so. That, yeah. if you were in Activision's position, I mean, I, I think of it like, okay, we are this insanely profitable company. That's making a recurring asset every year and topping ourselves constantly. We are like we are uncontrollably growing at this rate. So like really, there's no bad news, right? They're not selling themselves because they're in a bad position. They're actually in a great position. Whereas like, but then somebody okay. comes along and says, "Hey, I know you're working real hard and making all that money. What if we just gave you sixty nine billion dollars <laughs> and and you could just take that and continue to do what you're and doing? Keep doing, yeah." If I was, I'd be like, sure. Yeah. 
who cares? You know what I mean? I'm I'm like I'm obligated by the I would shareholders like to own a anyway. country. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm obligated by the shareholders anyway, so let me just take your money and then, you know, find my exit later and have a good day. I thought the reason know? why they they were getting uh courted was because Activision was in a weaker position than it would before and I, I figured that was just because of the controversy but i do understand like revenues have probably not slipped yeah no definitely not yeah definitely not yeah i mean not i'm sure i'm sure they took a hit when they bought like king and and blizzard and stuff um and their controversies were definitely what allowed them to be in a purchasable this, position but this, i don't think but, it yeah. affected their profits this at might all. be the weakest position yeah not maybe monetarily but like Diablo three wasn't considered yeah. to be great, yep. and then the controversies and Call of Duty. While it's, I, I know it sells really well. It doesn't have the same like panache as that it used to. I think we're just not the audience. Because I don't we, think we're the we, audience. When you look at the sales numbers, it's like it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like yeah, there's not Warfare. a single Ooh. title that even comes within a tenth of what I gave. I gave Bobby my play. Spider Man is one of the best selling games like of all time on a, on the on like playstation's catalog but it still doesn't even touch mm. call of duty like, like even like a poor like call of duty vanguard or like one of like the less performing ones it's still not even close i gave my playstation when i got the ps4 pro i gave my ps4 to bobby and i was like dude there are so many good games that you should try he has only played call of duty that's all <laughs> he freaking plays with his friends and that's it's infuriating i gave you this 400 hundred dollar system just to play call of duty it's just a call of duty machine painful <laughs> i guess yeah. i just thought i heard that like yeah like it, it it's it's not the numbers it's just the way people are talking about call of duty is just not the same as it was like i, I think it's just different circles but to, no yeah. i'm just saying like what i heard from my circles is not the same it's like it's just whatever it, co- just, it, it comes in seasons just to let you know, Spider-Man sold 3.3 million copies. Call of Duty Vanguard, which is the weakest performing Call of Duty in the last like five years, sold 30 million copies. Holy <laughs> shit! It's, it's, oh my god! It's orders of magnitude, right? Like, and uh, it, it's just nuts. So, like, that's that's what Xbox was after. They were yeah. like, let's get let's get that situation going on. But now it puts them in a very interesting spot because it's like, okay, like What's I, I keep trying to think like where where are they leaning on, yeah. right? Because it's like by like, I don't think it necessarily hurts Microsoft because they definitely have enough money to float themselves for however long that they want to. Um, right. But do you think this puts, like, more pressure on them for stuff like Starfield or, or whatnot? Yes. Or <laughs> Yeah. It's an interesting Well, they need thing. some winners. For yeah. Sure. They yeah. need literally any winners, I feel. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's articles out, like, this week that were, like, game revenues down, like... Xbox kind of in a weak spot, and they they need would something. Mi- would Microsoft ever close up Xbox? Probably not, right? No, oh. they wouldn't close the Xbox box, would they? Mm-mm. It's still one of their most profitable. Like, is even it? Game sales are down. Like, they're making a killing on subscriptions, so it's like they're doing okay. Yeah, I'm sure. And the rest of their. Food. I mean, I'm still paying that subscription. I haven't turned my Xbox on since last year. You know? No, that's not true. I play Spider. That Spider game. That Spider Fight game. Spider I have no fight. idea if our subscription is. It's like twenty bucks. What subscription is? If our subscription is active. Is it like fifty dollars a year? What Xbox? Yes. Game Pass. Yeah. Is it ninety dollars? I don't remember. Remember how much I'm paying? I think it's like fifteen dollars. Like dollars a, a month. Yeah. I think I have the gold like family plan. I don't even know why I own that. Like. I- <laughs> I don't have a family. Don't have a family. <laughs> I don't have a family that has another Xbox. Yeah, like, what am I Xbox. even doing? Yeah, well, like, I think I got it for my cousin in like Singapore right now, and I'm like, he's not playing that mm-hmm. at all. 
and I, I don't even think you can access it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I like shopping the sales. You find the gift cards when they're cheap. Yeah, Justin, you up. have the right mentality. I have like the I can't be bothered to think about this mentality, mm. which is a problem. Mm. That's is. how they get you. That's I'm I'm that's their core demographic. Yeah, yeah. that's you why the subscription model is so profitable. <laughs> the value is still undeniable. It is undeniable. Yeah, how... but when you're not getting that value, it's like, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Anyway, you yeah. should probably go home play, and cancel it. I feel for... like every time I go to your place, we're playing something on Xbox. Yeah, because it's a good couch co-op thing, but that's yeah. like so infrequent. You what know, couch co-op are you playing? We I mean, playing the Wizards game and like humans fall flat or whatever. Human fall other flat. Other version yeah. of that. Wizard game. Children of Morta? No, but we did play that. We wasted a lot of time on that spider fight game. I don't even remember what it's called. Oh, um, yeah. Like, That's it, a good one. Yeah. Spider fight? No, it's not called spider fight. It's like you are spiders and you can like web shoot around a two-dimensional screen and then you get... You remember Duck Game? Yes. It's very similar to Duck Game where you can get weapons and then you can... But the maneuvering is the fun part. And mm-hmm. using the webs to like pull yourself from different directions... It's very that was such a genre for like a minute, right? Duck game. Well, there was like duck like, game. I guess that there was like uh, tower fall, which I felt was very similar. Yeah, killer bee. Yeah, yeah, the killer yeah. bee one. Killer. Uh, whoa, killer Some queen pe- black. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. I mean, it's funny because like they just focused on the matchmaking, and then essentially almost like a spider game slash like a smash kind of like repetitive loop of just like the game itself and the mechanics have to be fun enough for you want to continue playing over and over again with like slightly different stages and slightly different weapons. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. And that is a that is like a genre in its own right. Yeah, it, it's just funny because I remember Arena that, Fighters that being like super hot. That was like early to mid PS4 time. Yeah, 2018, like, 2019. Like the uh, November 5th thing. I always blank on what it's Extra called. Extra Life. Extra Life, yeah. Yes. We were doing a lot of those games then. Yeah. It's funny, man. Do you think that like it's oversaturated right now? To find uh, not that genre in particular or that game type in particular, but just in general, because like when you were saying that you're going through like uh, PlayStation Plus and all this kind of stuff, like I I don't know, like I feel like I'm so inundated with stuff typically that like like I download the PlayStation Plus games every month, but like rarely am I like digging into those. Yeah, I don't, I don't usually play. Those. I was ple- pleasantly surprised about the Sackboy one, but I don't know when I'm going to jump into it. You know, I check them, and it's only times like this where I'm in between games where. I'll go to like see if there's something. I didn't know that game was coming out. I just checked because I was bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what I do with Game Pass too. Like I'm not hunting games there, but when there's like, I don't know. I feel like I should utilize it better and more. Like I should. I out of these games to my library. I should when I have nothing to play, go to my library and be like, oh yeah, I have like, I, I was looking the other day because I was downloading something. And I was like, oh, I have like Abzu on here. I never played Abzu, but it was like a PlayStation <laughs> Plus game. I won soundtrack. Reach and listen to that. Yeah, and like it was, it was a free game one month, so I just downloaded it, and I was like, yeah, I really should play this sometime. Yeah. This would be a good filler. I actually just had such a weird thought, but it would open a can of worms of topics, and I feel like it's already a little late. Yeah. So we should be wrapping it up. Maybe so, we should be wrapping it up. I did just want to mention that the one piece of news that came out that I am really interested in is that Armored Core got a release date. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's exciting. And it's so soon. It's so weird. You yeah, said it was yeah. August, right? Yeah. Damn. August 23rd. That's a perfect time because I'm pretty sure I don't have anything else going around at that the time. The games rarely come out in the summer. It's just weird. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just was announced this year. When's, uh, strange. when's Final Fantasy 16 coming out? June, June. 22nd. Wow, a day also after odd, my yeah. birthday. Cool. We're not going to be... Huh? There's we're still there's a good lineup from here on out yeah yeah we've got a it's a good year in front of us for yeah sure. 
for sure. And we don't even really know what's going on in the holidays yet. Hopefully I know. Spider-Man. Diablo 4, Zelda, Final Fantasy. Like, these are just... Street Fighter 6? I will six. be getting Diablo 4 for sure. Yeah. I will absolutely be sinking into Zelda for at least probably two to three weeks. And... Yes. My maybe two to three years. Like I have been, I've been going back into the Breath of the Wild stuff. It's beautiful. I love that game. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, guys, guys, it's been a wonderful day. Days of wonder. Podcast. Get in the chat. Talk. Uh, talk about new games and digging into this Xbox situation. I wonder if this will be the conclusion next time on Dragon I feel like Ball Z. <laughs> I feel like it won't be though and I'm excited to see what happens because it is really industry defining right yeah. we are seeing like rules being made yeah. seeing, we're watching titans fighting over like pull- yeah <laughs> we're just like sitting there with popcorn as yeah. they're like what 60 billion <laughs> yeah well we will see as things unfold but for now we are going to wrap up listeners thank you for hanging out with us uh, as always you can find our podcast every we post every Thursday morning, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your... Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Spotify is number one. Wherever you get your podcast, we will be there. Uh, be sure to go to critrate.io to sign up for an account, find your gamer house, and start getting personalized game recommendations. Uh, and you can also chat with the rest of us in our houses. We're all there. I'm in the Ascended areas, repping the team. Come hang out. Uh, but for now, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Alex. And thank you, Liz. Thank you. See you all next time.